I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll learn how God protects us from danger. We'll take a trip to Baytown to find out how it became one town from three different communities. And we'll hear about the life of famous Texas blues artist, Sam Lightning Hopkins. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. Sam Hopkins was born in Centerville, Texas in 1912. By the time he was eight years old, he was extremely interested in music. Now, he didn't have any money, so he made his first instrument a cigar box guitar with chicken wire strings. By the time he was 10 years old, he was playing music with his older family members. And by the mid-1920s, he was playing the blues all over Texas, anywhere he could find a gig. Sam Lightning Hopkins recorded many records between 1946 and 1954, but it was close to 1960 before his music actually reached the mainstream. He moved to Houston during that time and switched over to playing an acoustic guitar and became very popular during the blues revival of the 1960s decade. He even played Carnegie Hall with Pete Seeger and Joan Baez and started opening for some of the 60s rock bands. Altogether, Lightning Hopkins recorded more than 85 albums and toured all over the world. He wrote most of his music and he was mostly about him. So he became a spokesperson for the Southern black community that had very little voice in mainstream America back then. Blues singer Sam Lightning Hopkins died of cancer in 1982. Hope On Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. It was January, 73 years ago, that the former tri-cities of East Baytown, Pelly, and Goose Creek all came together and united to become the city of Baytown. What became Baytown started out as a settlement in the early 1800s, and one of the early settlers, Nathaniel Lynch, set up a ferry crossing at the junction of the San Jacinto River and Buffalo Bayou. That crossing is the Lynchburg Ferry. It's still used today, however, it's closed for repairs and upgrades. The area was still pretty much underdeveloped in the early 1900s when the Goose Creek oil fields opened. Humble Oil and Refining Company built the first offshore drilling operation in Texas and later built the Baytown Refinery. That would become one of the largest Exxon refineries in the world. Many other major oil refineries have been built since then, but ExxonMobil is still one of the major employers in Baytown and now runs more than 10 plants in the area. Baytown is located about 30 miles east of Houston and is a highly industrialized city of oil refineries, rubber, chemical, and carbon black plants. It's also home to the Baytown Nature Center, the old Brownwood subdivision that has been turned into a nature habitat. Hope On Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends, Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Anything But Quiet Time.
There was an article in National Geographic some years ago now that provided a penetrating picture of God's wings. After a forest fire in Yellowstone National Park, forest rangers began their trek up a mountain to assess the inferno's damage. One ranger found a bird, literally petrified in ashes, was perched like a statue on the ground at the base of a tree. Somewhat sickened by the eerie sight, he knocked the bird over with a stick. When he gently struck it, three tiny chicks scurried from underneath their dead mother's wings. The loving mother, keenly aware of impending danger, had carried her offspring to the base of a tree and had gathered them under her wings, instinctively knowing that the toxic smoke would rise. She could have flown away to safety, but refused to abandon her babies. When the blaze had arrived and the heat had scorched her small body, the mother had remained steadfast. Because she had been willing to die, those under the cover of her wings would live. In Psalm 91.4, it says, He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. In other words, God will protect us. Well, I'm out of here like a herd of turtles. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas. <laughs>